you know, or to lie down and close your eyes. Yeah. It's, it's a reclamation of our bodies, our energy, our time, our emotions, our, our intuition, you know, Come with me, we will look inside Health and wellness redefined Hello and welcome back to the Shut Your Gut Up podcast. If you're new here, we are redefining health and wellness and talking about the shit that most people don't talk about. And today we're talking about reclaiming rest, disconnecting from the narrative that rest equals laziness, and how we wish some companies had resting rooms or yoga rooms. Uh, Our guest today, Sid, is a certified yoga nidra meditation guide with a background in social work, and she shares with us how we can integrate yoga nidra into our days to get an extra three to four hours of sleep per day, or technically at least just feel like we do. I wouldn't complain about that. Let's dive in. Um, I am here with Sydney Cutler Beach. She is a certified yoga nidra meditation guide, and I will kind of let her give you the lowdown on the rest, but welcome to the show, Sydney. Hi, thank you for having me, Kristen. Um, yeah, so my name is Sydney Cutler Beach. I My pronouns are she and her. I'm coming to you from Los Angeles, California, otherwise known as unceded Tongva and Chumash land. I'm really happy to be here. Um, I have a background in healthcare and medical social work in particular, and I share and guide yoga nidra meditation. Love it. I'm so excited to have you because I know you talk a lot about sleep and rest and all of the good things, which definitely do not get talked about enough in this culture of hustle and go, go, go and busy being a reward. Um, But to start, if you can share a little bit about what yoga nidra is, because I know that people know what yoga is, but not always know that there's so many types of yoga. Um, So I'd love to hear your take on what yoga nidra is all about. Yeah. So, you know, there's eight limbs of yoga and movement yoga, yoga asana is just sort of one aspect of it. Um, Yoga nidra uh, means yogic sleep. And it's sort of, um, you know, I won't go too much into the eight limbs of yoga, but it, it addresses and works within this sort of final four (laughs) limbs of, of the practice of yoga itself. Um, which is, you know, sense withdrawal, focus, you know, single pointed focus, um, the meditative state, and even coming into um, bliss, or self actualization, um, or samadhi as it's called. So yoga nidra um, is a guided meditation practice that's designed to help you rest deeply, release stress and tension, Um, get in touch with your emotions, dismantle limiting beliefs, um, and experiencing the joy of your divine essence. Um, You know, we all have that within us, however you want to call it, whether it's the divine, the universe, oneness, God, whatever you want to call it, it's all inside of us. 
um, but it's protected by a lot of uh, armor, necessary armor. Um, and, you know, it sounds really complicated. You know, it sounds kind of like there's a lot going on there. But as a person who's practicing yoga nidra, all you have to do is lie down comfortably and listen to the guidance, which allows you to rest deeply, um, activate your natural healing um, abilities, and effortlessly transform. Um, yoga Nidra encourages the body to relax while the mind remains restfully aware in a state of consciousness that's in between sleeping and wakefulness, which is really magical. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> and, you know, when you're deeply relaxed, you can access your natural healing state where rejuvenation, healing, you know, uh, all of that takes place. Um, and it's it kind of reminds me of, it kind of reminds me of when I've gotten acupuncture before and you're like, it's the best hour nap you ever get where you're kind of like, conscious and unconscious at the same time it's almost yeah. pretty similar yeah a lot of times we only experience the that feeling or that experience um as you're falling asleep or as you're waking up and this practice sort of allows you to spend a little more time there mm -hmm. awesome yeah. um so I know you said like you generally just laying down and listening to the guided meditation um so it's kind of restful in itself because you're just hanging out and chilling, but it's also sounds pretty restful for your mind. Um, so I would love to hear like the importance of that rest, because I know so many times, like, even if we're laying down, especially when we're like going to sleep and stuff, our brains are just constantly like 2 million thoughts in our head all the time. Yeah. And a lot of people struggle with meditation because they're like, trying to quiet the thoughts and that's not necessarily like in my opinion it's not necessarily always the goal it's just shifting your relationship with those thoughts and being able to set them aside because you know they'll definitely be there when you're done meditating right yeah um, yeah you know it's like once you're once you've stopped being so stimulated by your day by work and noise and traffic and the news and media and music and the things we use to even, you know, kind of escape our lives. Once it's finally quiet, that's when all your, all your yeah. shit starts coming up. All your thoughts. You're thinking of all the other things you could be doing. Yeah. The thing said, the things you said that maybe came out wrong, you start beating yourself up and, you know, it can be a mess. <laughs> and I say that from firsthand, you know, no judgment. We all do it. Um, but the cool thing about yoga nidra is you know, it opens the way for you to access and activate your parasympathetic nervous system or that rest and digest, um, you know, system that's within all of us. Um, and when, you know, of course, the goal of meditation is never to like fully empty your mind. It's more cultivating a sense of non-judgment and like equanimity when those thoughts and emotions and things come up and being like all right yeah I okay I see you but we're we're busy right now we're meditating we'll deal with you later you know step aside <laughs> you had your time yeah <laughs> Um, and so, you know, when we can activate that rest and digest mechanism, we can return to our physiological balance and our emotional balance as well. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I feel like that, I mean, as much as people have that thought of like, I don't have time to meditate. It's like the clarity and stillness that comes from that meditation can help you be so much more efficient in all of those things you have to do by just spending that little bit of time with yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And two things that I love about yoga nidra is, you know, I kind of like to think of it as meditation for people who don't think they can meditate, (laughs) you know, because you get to lie down, you get to be super comfy you get to stay in your pajamas, you know, like (laughs) pants not required, you know? Um, And so, you know, that to me, you know, that was one of the things that attracted me to the progress, to the, that was one of the things that first attracted me to the practice was like, whoa, you get to lie down. I don't have to sit like stick straight, you know, like, wow, I can sort of, you know, I can get comfortable. Um, And the other cool thing about yoga nidra is that they've done some studies, mostly anecdotal studies, which is like people just self-reporting their experiences Mm -hmm. rather than like, you know, medical, you know, (laughs) data points Um, that, you know, one session of yoga nidra can feel like three to four hours of conventional sleep. Wow. So it's like, yeah. So it's like a power nap (laughs) big time. And, um, you know, not that we all want to be go, go, go all the time, but like, if you practice in the middle of the day, when you're having that, like midday slump, when you would normally have a Frappuccino or something, you know, you could practice yoga nidra and come out of it feeling more focused, motivated, creative, et cetera, et cetera, to move forward with your day. Yeah. That's so important. Yeah. Cause the, the, caffeine from coffee in the midday like that can mess up with with your digestion and um and I know so many people talk about like how they think that caffeine's gonna help wake them up but it just makes them anxious and instead you can spend this time being more intentional and getting this rest and then be able to do probably twice as much than if you had got the function of that cup of coffee yeah yeah and um you know I think the cup of coffee you know, it's almost like when you have coffee and you've drunk too much, all it does make you, you're still drunk, but you're more awake. And if you have, you know, your cup of coffee, let's say at two or three in the afternoon, when you're really slumping, you're still tired, but now you're wired. Like you said, you're like, Mm -hmm. oh no, now I have the shakes and like, this doesn't feel good at all. And if you, if you live with digestive issues, it's probably one of the like worst things you can do. I mean, you're the expert on that, but you know, yeah, it definitely. Know what a giant help. cup of coffee does for me. <laughs> yeah, and it definitely doesn't help. And like, oftentimes, it's like it's like a way of bypassing, like dealing with the stuff that's actually going on. We're taking this time to do yoga nidra in the middle of the day is an awesome way to even calm your body down and calm that stress down. So on top of you being able to have the clarity mentally and be able to focus and feel more awake for the rest of your day, your digestion and all of that's also going to function better because mm-hmm. it, you're, when you're in that fight or flight mode from being so stressed out, your digestion, digestive system doesn't function as well as it could. Right. You're all tensed um, up and tight in there. Yeah, definitely. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yoga nidra sounds like it has so many benefits just beyond feeling restful. Um, do you have yeah. any tips for people as far as to like get started or also like the importance of 
taking this time to rest because I know so many, I mean, like we've talked about so many people can have this relationship with rest where they feel it's unproductive because they could be doing X, Y, Z other things, but really rest is also productive and kind of reframing it in that way. Uh, I'm curious yeah. if you have any, oh. any tips for newbies. Sure. Well, first of all, you know, I mentioned practicing yoga nidra in the middle of the day. And a lot of times that's just not practical in many workplaces. Yeah. And that's very, you know, that's unfortunate. And that's a culture of, you know, the capitalism and the rewarding business and things that make it very difficult to rest. So I just want to just before I get into onto my soapbox, even just finding a quiet place and closing your eyes for five minutes is going to shift your mindset. So so don't feel like you have to practice yoga nidra in the middle of the day if that isn't practical for you or your workplace doesn't support it. Um, um, but all and so all that being said, you can practice yoga nidra any time of day. Um, some people like to do it before bedtime. Some people like to do it if they need a little extra sleep in the morning, but they don't have time to actually sleep. Um, you know, you can you can do it any time. Um, so I want to say that first and foremost. And then I'm going to step on my my soapbox about you know resting in a world that rewards busyness. Mm -hmm. uh, rest is not lazy. It is not unproductive the philosophy of, you know, the 80 hour work week, or even the 50 hour work week, and some for some of us, even the 40 hour work week is really harmful to everyone's well being. And that philosophy of hustle, 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 needing a side hustle, you know, three side hustles, working two jobs, that is all a result of capitalism, white supremacy, misogyny, <laughs> pathologizing poverty, you know, all of that stuff. And when we're exhausted, that's when we get sick. That's when we make rash decisions that may not serve anyone's purpose. Um, that's when we lose our creativity. That's when we lose connection to our bodies. Um, that's when we're too tired to question our working conditions or the conditions of our neighborhoods and cities. We're too tired to say something and do something about these things. And, you know, there's a reason why the United Nations classifies sleep deprivation as a torture method. So, you know, I'm here to like try to unpack that and dismantle that in my own little way. I know I'm just one person. I'm not going to change the world, but I'm you know, I strongly believe that rest is our birthright. We are hardwired for it from, you know, millennia past. We, you know, we are hardwired to take a midday nap. You know, if you read any type of, of history pre-industrialization, that's what people did. You know, they woke up with the sun, they did whatever they needed to do. They took a little siesta, a little midday rest, you know, and then they got back up and they finished what they needed to finish for the day. And we can't do that anymore because of, of, you know, our modern world. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, yeah. So for me, you know, I have the privilege to center rest in my day, but that comes from living with a chronic disease myself, 
chronic autoimmune disease that causes physical pain um, and the need to lie down <laughs> periodically throughout the day. Um, and also from, you know, before I discovered this particular practice of yoga nidra, you know, I was a new mom working full time, navigating this illness, trying to be an okay spouse, trying to be an okay person. And I was failing at all of it because I was exhausted, you know, flat out. Yeah. Can't pour from an empty cup. Indeed. And I, I feel like I was in the negative, like I was beyond empty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just talking about a client with that, that it's even less than an empty cup, but there's a hole in your cup. So then every time you're pouring water into it, it's already seeping it leaks out, the out. Yeah. So you got to patch the holes and then fill the cup and then yeah. struggle for others. Absolutely. I agree. <laughs> yeah. So I, maybe, you know, your audience can consider me a patch. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yoga Nidra is a patch. Uh, what I offer is a patch and, and hopefully more than a patch more, you know, hopefully um, this practice and, you know, can help facilitate thriving for people rather than just being in survival mode. Yeah. And really being able to shift your relationship with rest by something so that can be so small. Um, and just these intentional moments doing something like yoga nidra, like can really just kind of have this ripple effect in being okay with sleeping or like, I, cause I know some people like feel bad even getting eight hours of sleep. Cause they're like, well, if I don't get up early enough, I can't do all these things. So really being able to spend these intentional minutes doing this yoga ninja meditation can, like you said, have this ripple effect into being okay with all kinds of rest, even, you know, simple, something basic as sleep, but then deeper in the sense of like resting just away from like the constant go, go, go is like being able to sit for five minutes and not, not constantly have this thought of like, I need to be doing something. Yeah. It's kind of a rejection of, of all that we've been told. Yeah. You know, by, by our media, by advertisers, by, you know, um, our cultures and, you know, at the end of the day, like I mentioned, earlier, even just closing your eyes for five or 10 minutes is like a reclamation of your body, your energy and your creativity and your, you know, your dream world. Yeah. All of like that. Taking a little a, five minute vacation. Yeah. Um, you know, it's so, it's so important for our mental well-being and it's really important for our physiological well-being as well which when I first started practicing, I kind of wasn't expecting. I was expecting it to be adult nap time. And, and that's good. I'm not knocking that. I'm all about naps, you know, whether they're nidra naps or real, you know, sleep naps. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, when I started, you know, feeling some physical changes, that was like, you know, it was, it was so transformative. Um, and I started feeling these changes kind of outside in, so to speak, like I felt changes in my body, changes in the way I was sleeping, like it for the better changes for the better, um, less pain. Um, I was able to slow 
processing thoughts, you know, that we all have. Um, and then, you know, other thing, other cool things kind of started happening where I started relating to people in a more, in the wanted to, I wasn't so snappy. I wasn't so reactive. I was able to like respond to whatever was going on around me, whether it was interpersonally or, you know, the other stuff. Um, and then over time, that's when I kind of real transformative spiritual experiences. So it's kind of been this amazing journey of, you know, I went into it because I was having problems with my body and with my sleep and with my grief and with beliefs that I developed about myself. And I was over time, like able to start breaking that stuff down and kind of cultivating more of a sense of equanimity with whatever life was throwing at me, not to be like Pollyanna or, or toxic, toxic, toxically positive. Um, but I was just like, all right, this is something that's happening. It totally sucks, but it doesn't define me anymore. You know, and you can kind of have that, that different perspective mm -hmm. on, on the things that are causing suffering for you. Yeah. And it's like keeping your power away from those things. It's like, this can be happening. That sucks. And instead of ending that with a period, it's that sucks. And, and I can handle it and all these other things because you really sit and stay in your power instead of giving your power to all those circumstances. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love that. I love mm -hmm. that. Come full circle, <laughs> really yeah. just being like taking that time to rest and like how much effect it can have on so many things. Like we said, you know, digestion and your body and, and how your, how your body's functioning, but your sleep and your relationships and your workflow and all of the things, it's just, it's incredible to see how much rest can be avoided in this culture, but how much it really truly affects everything for the better. If you can just take that time to do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, it's just, it's, it's so important to carve out some time that's really yours, yeah. not time to like do your chores and your laundry, but like to sit and look out the window, you know, or to lie down and close your eyes. Yeah. It's, it's a reclamation of our bodies, our energy, our time, our emotions, our, our intuition, you know, if you've experienced this, but you know, when I'm really exhausted, like my intuition is not optimal. <laughs> yeah, I was literally just talking to my partner about that because I've been pretty exhausted from a few things going on in my personal life at the moment. And it's, I could just feel myself a little more separated from myself and not, not necessarily even acting in the way that my normal connected self would act and I'm so conscious of it happening, but at the same time, I can't act fast enough to step back into that because I'm like moving slower because I'm just exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. You know, and kind of going back to my pre yoga nidra life, <laughs> I felt like I was a, just a brain floating around in the world. You like know, autopilot. Yeah. And it, it sucked, you know, and 
um, yeah, I just felt disconnected from everything that I was and everything that I wanted to be. I felt like I was just failing, failing and failing and failing. And I think a lot of people, especially people who identify as women and especially people who are historically marginal, you know, it, it's this disconnection is um, imposed upon us and, um, and it, it ain't right. Yeah, like they you know, know they know how powerful we can all be if we are so connected. Mm-hmm. We don't fall into those traps anymore. Right. When you're rested, you connect to your wisdom, you connect to your power, and you're an empowered person, you're dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. But, but that's who I want to be freaking dangerous. Yeah. You know, people should be scared of us. A scared. That's a good word. Afraid of us. Yeah. <laughs> you can keep that in if you want to. Be a scared. A scared. I like it. Create yeah. new word. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because we're, you know, it's the old ways, their time is running out. Yeah. You know, we need to build a new world, and that new world needs to include rest, in my humble opinion. Yeah, and honestly, the building of the new world will come from taking that rest, mm-hmm. not even including it, just actually taking the time to rest. You can see so much more clearly as far as like what can be done mm-hmm. to build that new world. Yeah, and taking it unapologetically. It's not like, oh, I'm sorry, I need to take a nap now. It's like, yeah. all right, it's my nap time. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, because at the end of the day, we know you can show it better for that person. We're not asking for permission. Yeah, we know we can show it better for the people around us by taking that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I recently left my career as a medical social worker, and but one of the things that I did when I was working, I worked in a hospital setting. You can only imagine how how overstimulating that could be, Um, and you know so lunchtime would roll around, I'd eat my lunch, and I would go into the chapel, because no one ever used it. (laughs) I would go into the chapel because it was quiet. And I would just sit there and close my eyes or look at the stained glass windows, and the light pouring through, and, and just be and sometimes I would listen to a yoga nidra. I didn't lie down in the chapel because I, (laughs) I don't know, it just kind of didn't feel right. And I knew that like, there were (laughs) certain Here's the real facts. There were security cameras in there and I didn't want, and here's capitalism talking. I didn't want people to think I was sleeping on the job. Yeah. Right. So I would, but I would practice yoga nidra from a seated position because, you know, then I could sort of fool the man. (laughs) Stick it. But it was, it was so important just to, to have that, 10, 15 minutes that were mine, you know, and then I could come back and, you know, I didn't love being re, you know, re-stimulated so much, but it definitely helped the rest of my day go a little bit easier. Yeah. And it's kind of like a sticking it to capitalism just by even taking that 10 minutes. I still remember when I used mm-hmm. to work at this um, place when I lived in Texas and 
if like at least once a day and during my work shift, I would literally go, there was this little like one stall bathroom, but they had like a chair and stuff in there. And I would go and just sit for five minutes and take that time with myself um, before we had like dinner services, a kitchen. And it like that just made so much difference in how I can show up for the rest of my work day, just taking that five minutes. And yeah. I mean, it's sad that we have to hide in a bathroom or hide in a chapel or wherever to be able to do that. But I think so many people will be able to resonate with just trying to figure out like how you can get that few minutes for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's rest and liberation by any means necessary, <laughs> you know, to, to borrow a phrase, um, uh, you know, obviously in a different context. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, and can you imagine a world where instead of having to lock yourself in the bathroom for a few minutes of quiet, that there was like a room with like a futon or a hammock, or <laughs> these are my dreams, a hammock, a little float raft, something that helps you kind of like get back into your body and yeah. you can just light at your eyes. And not worry about security thinking you're sleeping on the job. (laughs) Yeah. And honestly, I feel like it would boost the workplace in numerous ways, but even just the connection with employee or like coworkers and such, but in how in effectiveness and how we can do our jobs because we can show up and do our jobs so much better when we're not tired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have, I've started having mixed feelings about workplace wellness. On one hand, workplace wellness programs are super important, at least the ones that aren't policing your weight and your blood pressure and creepy stuff like that. But, you know, the ones that offer movements, you know, whether it's yoga, Pilates, you know, dance, Mm -hmm. whatever, and meditation, I, I think that those things are really helpful for employees to feel a little happier at work and a little bit more like they can maintain their focus and productivity. And then on the other hand, I kind of see it as like, well, these are ways to also keep people at work longer. So true. And, and that does not connect with like what I'm about, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you know, you hear about these, you know, places like Google that have these amazing campuses where you can play ping pong and your food is provided and they do your laundry for you and they have meditation and they have, you know, uh, Tai Chi and whatever beautiful offerings, but people never leave. They don't leave work. They have, I mean, they have even, you know, places like big places, especially in tech have places where you can lie down and take a nap, which is awesome. Yes, we want that but it serves the purpose of keeping people at work longer. Mm -hmm. And I can't get behind that. (laughs) It's like, I want to, you know, as a human, you know, I want to help people that are there, but then on the other side, I'm like, get out, (laughs) (laughs) just get out, leave, leave for the day. You'll feel better. (laughs) Yeah. Here, and I'm sure that's door. like also shifted with so much like more work from home and stuff too because then it's like now your work's at home and you don't leave there and and that creates this whole additional yeah piece of like I know like when I'm sitting at home I tend to work more than if I like worked in an office because mm. it's just here and if I'm not doing something in the evening instead of 
taking that time for myself or coming up with something else to do, I'm like, well, I'll just get a few more work things done. And I'm like, that's not necessarily. Yeah. Like the boundaries are blurred big time working from home. Yeah. Um, yeah, I see that. And people are like, well, you're home. So I'm going to email you. And I hope that you, you know, you better respond, even though it's 9 PM or even though it's 7 AM, like something ridiculous. I think there's still needs to be some semblance of like, these are my office hours (laughs) or whatever you want to call it. These are when I'm at work and this is when I am at home and I am not available and your email can wait till tomorrow or beyond. And this is when I'm taking a Nidra nap. Yeah. (laughs) Don't bother me. (laughs) Self-promotion. Don't bother me. I am Nidra napping. (laughs) Um, Okay. So I guess one last question is for somebody who's never practiced Nidra um, and is interested, where can they find practices where can they find your practices what what would a newbie who's never heard of this before what would be a good starting place for them to Mm -hmm. get into this so you know nidra is still it's coming more and more into the forefront but on on the studio end of things you know it can be hard to find a place that has a teacher that offers yoga nidra Um, especially if you don't live in a large metropolitan area. Um, But, you know, certainly looking for that because I think, you know, especially as the world opens up, an in-person experience is really special, especially when you're new to the practice. Um, But thanks, you know, thanks to technology and and Zoom, you know, you can work with people all over the world, all over the country. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Ananda Meditation. That's A-N-A-N-D-A Meditation. Um, my website is anandameditation.com. I also have um, free recordings on the Insight Timer app. If you just punch in my name, it'll show up. But even if you just put in Yoga Nidra, you will find thousands of recorded Yoga Nidra practices And that's always a great way to start. It's also helpful because you can find the teacher and the voices and the sound quality that you feel most connected to. So it's a great way to try all different teachers, all different lineages and methods of the practice. Um, Personally, I teach sort of a post-lineage practice that pulls in from a lot of the um, both ancient and modern uh, methods and techniques, um, because I think they're all good. Um, and all roads lead to whatever you want to call it, the promised land, the top of the mountain, you know, (laughs) your, your spiritual, you know, explosion, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) Um, um, yeah, uh, we're all out there. There's another, um, you know, there's some great teachers out there. Um, of course, I want your listeners to come to me, but um, I acknowledge and accept that I'm not for everyone. <laughs> I'm curious to try um, try out your Insight Timer ones um, because oh, please, I use yeah. that app. I use that app often, and I share um, different ones that resonate with me on my Instagram stories often. So I'm excited mm-hmm. to try because I I think I've done one yoga nidra. 
in person like a year and a half ago and I haven't tried it since then mm-hmm. um and I'm excited to go find you oh, on Insight Time. I would Time. love to. Try it. Yeah. And I will yeah, link I all of your you things in the show notes so people can easily find Yeah, you. yeah. And um, also, I want to, you know, I, I will be offering my own weekly classes on Zoom starting in July. Um, I don't recall what day I <laughs> set aside for that. But <laughs> if you go to my website, it's in my calendar, my schedule of offerings. Um, and I'll be, you know, I have so many great ideas and ways to share this practice and ways to share the different special acts of the practice. Um, so, you know, certainly stay tuned for those offerings coming down the pipeline. Um, man, ever since I quit my job and, and teaching yoga nidra became my full-time job, I'm just like bursting with fruit flavor. Like I have so many great ideas and now I have the energy to <laughs> to implement them and to actually create them so I'm so excited you know I know I'm already thinking I'm starting membership in July um haven't really announced that publicly too much yet but this will be the first time (laughs) congratulations I'm already already thinking like oh I should have you come do like a little little yoga nidra training inside um the membership which would love to yeah I'd be I'd be honored to I'd be happy to Um, And, you know, one of the things I I did want to add is that yoga nidra can really help you if you are struggling with digestive issues. Um, It's, it's, I mean, it's kind of miraculous. Like, I'm not saying throw out your medications and don't see your doctors anymore. Like, I would never say that because (laughs) I see my doctors, I take my medications. Um, but when you're able to really relax deeply, you're able to bring your hormones in balance. You're able to increase, you know, the neurotransmitters that help you feel happy. You're able to regulate your blood sugar. You know, you're able to relax your abdomen and your digestive system and tune into your gut brain. Um, and, um, you know, like your, I've adrenal seen system your adrenals yeah, and I mean, not pumping out cortisol all day. Yeah, exactly. Decreases the cortisol, increases the serotonin, you know, you get to your brain releases melatonin, which helps you with your sleep regulation. Um, You know, the human growth hormone, which boosts your protein production, it promotes the utilization of fat, it helps bring your blood sugar into balance. Um, And so it's really, you know, a great, a great complement to whatever medical care you're receiving. Um, yeah, and it can kind yeah. of pave the way to allow that medical care to do what it's supposed to do because you're not also combating the stress and extra hormones and all the things that are a little out of whack that don't have to be. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, again, it's it's all about centering rest and your well-being. And um, I've been really grateful and fortunate to have doctors that support me doing all the holistic and intuitive practices that, you know, a lot of doctors will poo-poo that and think it's all snake oil. And, but, you know, millions of people in the East, you know, and millions of indigenous peoples healing practices have been working without, you know, without the need for the Western, you know, 
medical systems. Definitely. I like the fact that there's research to back the benefits of yoga nidra. Um, because I come from a Western medical background, you know, as a profession. But, you know, thankfully, my doctor is like, you want to meditate, go meditate. You want to do a sensory deprivation tank? I'm all for it. Acupuncture? Hell yeah. You know, you need to see a shaman? Be my guest. You know, <laughs> and it's so it's so helpful to have someone that supports that on your team. Yeah, big you time. Know? I know yeah. when I was in the process of getting diagnosed with Lyme disease, it was doctor after doctor after doctor. And I finally had found a doctor who was supportive of all of that. And um, it, it's truly life-changing to have a doctor who can recognize the benefits of all things, even if it's not necessarily their realm of things. Yeah. And even, even if they believe that maybe it's a placebo effect, there's nothing wrong with that either. And the placebo effect has been proven to work in itself. So if that's all it is to them, like that's, I mean, that's powerful in itself. Imagine how powerful your brain is. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it, it literally blows my mind, you know, oops, my cat just jumped onto the desk. Sorry. That's so funny because I, I don't know if it's like something in my energy, but like every time I'm on zoom and people have cats, they come up into the screen and (laughs) literally all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Poe, Poe is my cat. I call him my familiar and he, you know, when I'm teaching from home, he sits next to me every single time. And doing his own yoga nidra. Doing it, yeah. And it's, it's like the sweetest thing. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Was yeah. there anything else we didn't touch on that you wanted to bring up today? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm certainly open to, you know, questions. If your audience has questions later on, you know, you feel free to connect them to me. I'm happy to you know, if you're kind of on the fence or you don't know if something is something like this is for you, um, we can talk about it. Um, if you think of questions later, you know, let me know. Um, I mean, I could, I'm, I'm a total nerd about yoga nidra. So like I could go on and on and on, but (laughs) I know that your, your podcast is, you know, a limited time only. So, um, (laughs) Well, I will definitely link all of your things in the show notes. so People know where to find you and ask questions. And I'm so grateful you joined us on the show today. And it was so great to meet you and hear all about what you're passionate about. Thank you. Oh yeah. Big time. Passionate. Let's all rest. We're going to, you know, we got a rest revolution happening. Love it. (laughs)